0: You can hang out with us on facebook as well go to the roars facebook page we're simulcast over there i sit in a studio in greenville south carolina Prong studios fantastic facility over here i've got a producer back here Fax and children's helping me we've got alex wisnant uh back in mission control in clemson making all of the magic happen college football playoff rankings have been making the phones ring this evening if you want to get in 654-7627. But we're going to talk Clemson in the NFL here first with my good buddy. He runs the at Clemson Pros Twitter account, Mr. Joseph Talbert. So so man, what's going on? You doing all right?
1: Doing all right, Mark. I, I wish I was coming to you with some better news about uh, Deshaun Watson this week, but um, it was it was a it was a tough loss for Deshaun against Lamar, but I um, wish I was coming to you with some better news.
0: Yeah, me too. I mean, probably Deshaun's worst game in the NFL. I don't know if it was completely 100% on him. He would uh, he would take the load on that. Any explanation besides the fact that the Ravens are looking like one of the best teams in football right now?
1: They are, and, and, and we're still um, kind of forgetting the fact. And, and, you know, with Deshaun's success this year, he's kind of overshadowing the offensive line. The offensive line has improved with Laramie Tunzel, but I would say that I mean even even some of the play calls with with Bill O'Brien, um, I've heard a lot of people saying that you know, then maybe he he's not the uh, the right man for the job there. But no, I I think Deshaun's gonna he's gonna take a lot of that on on himself. But we you, you and I both know that that's not the case.
0: Well, I do appreciate you uh, getting the bad news out of the way first. Can we talk some good news and uh, what's going on with the Oakland Raiders, Clemson West right now?
1: Yes. Um, Trayvon Mullen, um, we, we, we first started talking about him when he was getting some playing time at that Oakland-Houston game against Deshaun. Um, he was playing 75% of the snaps. Then, it's, Mark, it's, it's ticked up the week after that 87%, the week after that 97% this past Oof. week against the Bengals, 100%. Um, so he's on the field for every single defensive snap for the Oakland Raiders with five tackles. Um, and, and that one interception – um, just really playing, playing well as a rookie. And, and I give a lot of uh, kudos. We, there was a, you know, a lot of talk this off season about John Gruden and, and uh, Mike Mayock wanting to change the culture. The, every single one of their draft picks has done well, and, and, and predominantly from Clemson and Alabama. So um, that's, that's something to be said. Every single one of those guys, Cleveland Farrell producing, producing at a high level now, and then Hunter Renfro just consistent as always.
0: Yeah, I know some uh, great stuff right there. And again, we're hanging out with Joseph Talbert. He runs the at Clemson Pros account on Twitter. If you want to keep up with all things Clemson Tigers in the NFL, it is a must follow. Literally, Joseph, what are your Sundays like? Because I'm always on Twitter when I'm watching the NFL on Sundays. And a lot of times I'm seeing updates from you on Clemson players before I'm it feels like I'm seeing them before I even see them on my television. Sometimes you do an incredible job on Sundays.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's fun. I'm I'm definitely tuned into red zone. Um, I I love the NFL, so it's it's not just the Clemson guys. I'm paying attention to you know the NFL across the board, but with so many Clemson guys in the league, it's it's pretty hard not to, to, to want to follow them. Um, you know they're just producing at a high level. I, uh, Mark, I wanted to highlight again uh, this week too is, is a local Clemson guy from Central, Shaq Lawson, um, another first rounder that we we haven't talked about. Um, up in up in buffalo but he's really he's really coming into his own another another sack this week got to the quarterback uh got to the quarterback once and then you know was in the space three or four times so um another another good week
0: yeah great stuff and uh, again wrapping up now with uh, joseph talbert from at clemson pros i always ask at the end who's the one guy and maybe you just named him with Shaq lawson so i don't know if you've got two guys or not but who's the one guy that i probably forgot about this past weekend that went to clemson that had a good week in the nfl
1: I'll tell you, it, it, God, I, I was tweeting about him this, uh, this Sunday, J. Ron Kirk. Uh, yes, the last, yes. The last possession of that Vikings game, it was, it was. they were targeting him, Mark. They went after him three or four times on the last drive, and he just came through with pass deflections. And, you know, it, it was really impressive. Um, he's, he's actually one of the special teams captains for the Vikings, but he's, uh, he's, he's playing really well up there in Minnesota.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Joseph, man, we got to get together on a Sunday and watch uh, the red zone together. Uh, we'd have a lot of fun, and uh, you could keep me abreast of everything going on with the Clemson players that I forget about. So it'd be good stuff. Definitely, man. Definitely. That sounds great. Joseph Talbert at Clemson Pros on Twitter. Hey, thanks for joining, Joseph. Really appreciate it, man. Yeah,
1: hey, you guys take care.
0: Good stuff. Hey, uh, jumping over to you, Matt, what is on your mind college football playoff wise?
1: Hey man,
2: how y'all doing? First of all, I enjoy the show. I listen every day.
0: Great, thank you.
2: Um, but what I was calling about is everybody is writing off Alabama. I'm gonna tell y'all something. I've been a fan of college football for years and years and you cannot write off Alabama, man. I, I don't I know I understand the quarterback got hurt too. He's a great quarterback, I get it. But man, listen, Nick Saban is the leader of that team at the end of the day and he'll call plays around that new quarterback. I'm not sure of his name, I don't Mac and Jones. Mac Jones, that's correct, that's correct. Um, Yoko plays around him and I I just don't see and so many people listening right now are gonna call me crazy, but I don't see Alabama losing again this year to nobody. And I hate Alabama. I'm a pure blooded Clinton fan, man, but at the end of the day I've been alive too long and been watching too long and I I'm, I know what Alabama I do. You know what I mean? So Ultimately, I think the committee sees it, too, and that's why they left them at five. But, Matt,
0: um, yeah. Was, go ahead. Right? No, go ahead. All
2: right, say, I was going to say, in my mind, Clemson, listen, they won the national championship last year. They they haven't been beat since they lost the national championship. I understand we had struggles in the beginning of the season, but that was just the team chemistry coming together. To me, they're number one. To, to me, they are. Uh Ohio State and LSU, they're going to have to beat us first. And if you ask me, LSU got disposed just a little bit by uh, Ole Miss last week. I mean, you don't get 300 rushing yards up to Ole Miss. I mean,
0: come on now. Yeah, Matt, I think some good stuff uh, all around there. And you know what, you're probably right. I've been kind of raging against the machine here about Alabama and why are they five without Tua and all that stuff. They almost get a free pass. I saw an interesting stat on Twitter. I'll hit in uh, the next segment as well. It's not going to surprise you a whole lot about the SEC. All right, we're going to try again. High school football playoff report from Mike Vaughn. Mike, you okay now, man? I got text. People texted me asking if you were okay. So we good now,
3: man? I appreciate the love. I just got a little choked up when I started thinking about uh, Rajay Harris's five touchdowns against Lawrence the other night. So, uh, like we were talking about. Burns scout the Lawrence Raiders 41-12, to and Rajay had the big night. Uh, Burns will host Gaffney. It's going to be rocking Duncan, South Carolina this Friday night as the Indians come to town. And the upper state matchup that's left, also in 5A, uh, Dorman will travel to Clover. Those are two unbeaten teams, and that's going to be a huge matchup this week. Looking at the 4A game, Mark, that we were talking about, we talked about Wren and Greer. I tell you what, senior quarterback Joe Owens for Wren passed for 395 yards. Ooh. Senior wide receiver Eli Wilson uh, caught the ball for 203 yards. And their big running back, uh, Logan Simmons, had 119 yards rushing. Wren rolls it up against Greer 65-29. to Of course, the big news following that game is there was a little dust up on the field. But I think the, uh, the county sheriff's department got it all sorted out. But uh, it, it, nonetheless, Wren advances, and they will travel over to Greenville. Greenville knocked off belton a Pass in a 24-21 to win. So that will be a big one. Remaining also in 4A, Daniel will host Ridgeview. So that's what you got left in 4A. In 3A, you've got uh, Woodruff traveling to Chapman. And Camden coming up to Union County. And then we can't leave out the two-way no. Southside Christian Sabres, Mark. Of course, Southside Christian pulled off the victory 23-7 to over batesburg leesville They advance to host Saluda. This will be huge. Saluda finished third in 2A Region 2. And uh, the Tigers of Saluda looking to take out the Sabres. Uh, I'm sure you were there cheering on the Sabres last Friday night, Mark.
0: Yeah, Southside Christian, you know, with Saluda this week, Southside's playing without their uh, starting quarterback, so they've got, I believe, a freshman kid in there who's been doing pretty well, so they're, uh, they're going all Mallory Pinckney on the ground right now, so that ball game against Saluda might not be as high scoring as it was when they matched up earlier this year, and then the winner of that's got to play Abbeville, right? Four-time defending state champs, 2A and uh, 5A is where it's at right now, there's some really good matchups the next two weeks.
3: Hey, let's not count out Gray Collegiate. Abbeville will actually have to travel to Gray Collegiate. They have moved that game to Newberry College, and uh, they'll play on neutral turf, but uh, that'll be a big one. I think Gray's offense is going to be probably the stoutest that Abbeville has faced this year. Hey, and when you talk about high scoring, Mark, I I pulled out some stats here. I kind of pulled out a Mark Childress, and I wanted to tell you about (laughs) this. I found some interesting I found some interesting uh, information here. When you look at the blowout that we had across the state, 40 ball games, the teams that won outscored the losers by 29 points on average. Wow. Some of the big blowouts this week in, in 5A, of course, Dorman, uh, Blank, Spring Valley, 49 to nothing. The biggest win was in the 1A category, Green C. Floyds down in the lower state beat St. John's 65 to nothing. So there were only seven games that were decided by less than 13 points this week or last week. And uh, so that was that was kind of impressive to me. I, I, usually when you get to round two, you expect the games to be a little bit closer. Of course, the closest game of the week was, uh, let's see, that was in the 4A category as big Landon Purdue, with two seconds left kicks the winning field goal to put Greenville over Belt and Path. I'll leave you with this, Mark. I love Landon Purdue per- was quoted as this as the BHP coaches tried to ice him with two seconds left by calling the timeout. He was quoted as saying, that just gave me more time to think about what I was going to do when I made the kick.
0: Oh, I love it. Love the confidence. You gotta love kickers, man. They're a different breed. Great Absolutely. stuff is. Hey,
3: we'll be back. We'll be back with you next week for another wrap up. Thanks for having me, Mark.
0: Of course, uh, Mike Vaughn at Mike V from SC on Twitter for all the high school stuff that you could possibly desire. And uh, he'll be back next week, man. Some great playoff matchups. I'm really proud of a lot of these upstate teams. And uh, Mike keeping me straight, man. He's been educating me. Getting me excited about all these uh, high school football matchups uh, that are going on every week. And uh, I caught up with P. Anity from WSPA Channel 7 earlier today. We were chatting about high school football. Who knew? Mike Vaughn's got me going about uh, a lot of these local teams. And uh, my daughter goes to Southside Christians. So that's why he brings that up every week. They look like they might be headed back. Uh, and they're going to have to play well this weekend. But a really good chance to head back to the upper state Finals again this week. Hey, uh, let's hit the phones one more time. Is this Morgan Thomas from uh, The Morgan Thomas Show right now? What's up, Morgan?
4: Hey, Mark, I appreciate the uh, jump to the front line there. I appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah, no
0: problem. So, uh, Morgan, what are your thoughts on uh, college football play? And, again, you can catch Morgan Thomas. I know your show's moving around right now because everything's a little bit crazy during the week. But you can catch the Morgan Thomas show uh, on Facebook side. And you can also hear it on The Roar here on Thursday evenings, sometimes Wednesdays. Have I got that right?
4: Yeah, Thursday night, eight p.m. on the Roar, and Monday night, eight thirty p.m. over on YouTube and Facebook. I like to follow you around on that Monday night thing. I figure if you're having success, I'll follow you in it. Yeah, hey, there we go. We got the Ring and the Morgan Thomas shows on uh, Monday night. So, uh, hey, Morgan, thanks for uh, jumping
0: in here. Your uh, your quick thoughts on the college football playoff rankings? Were you surprised?
4: Uh, I wouldn't say I was really surprised. I think a lot. Of, I agree with a lot of people saying about Alabama being ranked a little bit higher than what we would expect. I think there's a little bit of bias from being Clemson fans. I think we all want to see Alabama go down because we know that uh, they've been our biggest rival for the past couple of years, for sure, in the playoffs. Um, But I'll tell you, I agree with you and your son. I wouldn't sleep on Utah. They have a top 10 total defense, and uh, they have a top, I believe, top 15 total offense. I think that's going to be a really big matchup between Oregon and Utah, my biggest concern is that they keep leaving uh, Alabama up there above those two Pac-12 teams. I, and I, I know you mentioned that if you don't have the ability to win your your division, then that should be a, a, a knock against you. And I completely agree. If we're not going to go to a an 18 playoff or, or you know, whatever, uh, expand the playoff like a lot of people have been demanding, um, I think that you have to take – into consideration not winning your division you can and and also we saw what happened when a team you know doesn't have to play that championship game it can be a benefit for them and uh, I don't think that a team should have a bye just because they didn't win their division uh, I think they should drop a little bit further if it was me I'd actually have Oregon above Georgia I'd have Oregon 4 I would too and then I'd have I'd have, uh, I'd, have jo- I'd have Oregon Georgia and then Utah after that, And, and I'm, I'm really anticipating this Oregon-Utah game. I wouldn't sleep on it December 7th, just three weeks away. Uh, that's what I'm excited for. And, you know, I'm, I'm a big ACC guy, too, being a Clemson fan. I have to support my conference. And I really feel like that um, if you look at that Coastal Division, I know we've been picking on them a lot about being so up in the air. Um, Virginia, Pittsburgh, and Virginia Tech all – if they would have just beat Miami, if, if Virginia would have beat Miami uh, and if Pittsburgh would have beat Miami, they'd be a two-loss team up there, I believe, in the top 20, maybe, around that 20 mark. Virginia Tech, one-point loss to Notre Dame. Notre Dame yep. and Miami have been the biggest Achilles heel this year for the Coastal Division. And I'm very surprised that at least Virginia Tech didn't get up there, considering that they're, they're in some sort of championship phase, that they're on a roll now, uh, and and going to make a push to make that last game of the week, that rivalry week game against Virginia, a big deal. Uh, as long as they can get through Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh's not a sleeper either. Pittsburgh's got a pretty stout defense as well. But I, I don't I don't like the disrespect in the Coastal Division just because they have three losses doesn't mean that they're uh, they're not you know valuable in the ranking. Um, and I know a lot of people were surprised about Texas A and M two not being up there. But for me, it was really more, more of a concern for the Coastal not having any representation considering that uh, I believe there, there are some good teams even though they beat up each other.
0: Yeah, I uh, it's a different standard that's applied to uh, the SEC and the ACC when it gets to it, and I'm right there with you. I thought we see Texas. I thought we see Texas A&M in the top 25 just to give Georgia an opportunity to get another quote top 25 win when they play them uh, this weekend, and then Virginia Tech up there as well. Hey, uh, Morgan, I got to get to break, man. Thanks uh, for calling, and we'll look out for your show here on Thursday night, man. I appreciate it.
4: Appreciate it, Mark. Have a good weekend. Uh, happy birthday to Dabo Sweeney tomorrow night.
0: Tomorrow. Yep, he's, he's turning the big 5-0. Oh, I'm not that far behind him, just a couple years behind him. But uh, Dabo turns 50, and uh, what a great time of the season to, uh, to be able to do that. All right, the beat goes on. Uh, phone lines will remain open, 654-7627, 864-654-7627. Six, six, if you're outside of the area and watching us on Facebook, more college football playoff talk coming up. This is the Mark Childress Show.
5: Join the Press Box live on location at Onward Reserve, downtown Clemson, on Friday, November 29th from 12 to 3 p.m. Get Black Friday deals on lots of things throughout the store. Enjoy free Papa John's pizza and get a jump start on your Christmas shopping for that special man in your life. You know, or just treat yourself. Don't miss out. The Press Box live on location at Onward Reserve, downtown Clemson, Black Friday, November 29th from 12 to 3 p.m. 383
0: College Avenue, downtown Clemson. S.H. Carter Development is a licensed, full-service demolition contractor here to serve the upstate. With 50 years of experience in residential, industrial, and commercial building demolition, their staff meets deadlines while maintaining strict safety requirements. Before you start your demolition project, contact S.H. Carter for a free project estimate. Their staff will guide you through pre-project planning and scheduling, site preparation, dismantling, and asset recovery. Visit shcarterinc.com or call 864-295-3943. With thousands of real estate agents in the upstate, it can be overwhelming to choose someone that's trustworthy, knowledgeable, and honest. No need to look further. Realtor Rivers Whitmire is here to go to work for you. A devoted Clemson fan with close ties to the upstate, Rivers is here to make the most of your time and money to get you exactly what you want or need. Give him a call today for a free in-home market analysis, no strings attached. Rivers is here to go to work for you. Call today, 864-752-5545.
6: When seconds count, a coach must have a team that can perform. The Tigers certainly proved that in the national championship game. You can expect the same from Priority One Security's local monitoring station. Break-ins happen in a matter of seconds. Well-trained, highly skilled operators' rapid response makes all the difference between a break-in and an attempted break-in. Trust in local monitoring from Priority One. See us on the web at Priority, the number one, security.com,
4: 888-407-SAFE.
6: Truck savings continue at George Coleman Ford where trucks cost less than travelers rest. Listen to this. A 2019 F-150 XLT with two-tone paint and navigation system. MSRP is $50,435. George Coleman Ford has it at $15,000 off for just $35,435. That's savings, people. Never any hidden fees. Just top-rated customer satisfaction for nearly 90 years. George Coleman Ford. Must finance with Ford
4: Motor Credit. Offer good through 1-2-2020.
5: It's the bottom of the ninth, tie game, two outs, no one on base, and you need a clutch hitter to knock it out of the park for a walk-off win. Let Mike Kingsmore be your clutch hitter for all of your real estate needs. Mike is a part of the Justin Winter Sotheby's team that has held the title of the number one selling realtor on Lake Kiwi for the past 10 years. Clemson's not the only number one team in town. Visit JustinWinter.com for helper real estate information and current listings. For real estate home run, email Mike at JustinWinter.com.
7: Year by year, Clemson, Central, Six Mile, and Pendleton continue to grow and prosper. You and your business can take advantage of this continued growth by being part of the 2020 Clemson Area Community and Visitor Guide. The guide's an ideal means by which you and your business can reach thousands of visitors, residents, and local business decision makers with your investment, providing you with over a year's worth of print and digital exposure. Secure your space in the 2020 Clemson Area Community and Visitor Guide today by calling Patty Mungo at 843-685-0532 or call the Clemson Area Chamber of Commerce at 864-654-1200 and take advantage of the area's explosive growth and invest in yourself and in your business by partnering today with the 2020 Clemson Area Chamber Community and Visitor Guide. And now, back to the Mark Childress Show on WCCP 105.5 The Roar.
0: the Mark Childress Show. have been talking college football playoffs all evening. What a fun show it has been tonight. If you're listening on the radio side, jump over to the Roar's Facebook page. You're welcome to watch uh, the show as well. Uh, we simulcast the show live from uh, Pronk Studios in Greenville, South Carolina. That's where I am now. And normally my partner in crime, Richmond Weaver, is sitting right here with me but uh, Richmond had to get his haircut or something tonight. I'm not sure what it was, Richmond. Uh, you couldn't be here with us. But I was like, hey, man, at least give me a call. Can I get three minutes of Richmond Weaver during the show this evening, man? So, uh, hey, what's your take on uh, the new college football playoff rankings?
8: Well, I appreciate you having me in and always styling and profiling with my haircuts. I uh, appreciate you. <laughs> <nice now>. <laughs> is there anything different than what we thought was going to happen with the ranking? And I don't think so. I think it's par for the course, exactly what we thought would transpire, transpire. And I think what you're really seeing is again, there's two things that i picked up on. The committee is telling you that they value the SEC conference. And the second thing that I'm thinking the committee is telling you is that this playoff ranking and this system and the college football playoff championship, it is only for the brand names. I'm sorry. Uh, group of five schools, you're not in it. Uh, it's just not going to happen. When you look at the Iowa Hawkeyes at 7-3 and three are ranked 17th and Memphis at 9-1 18th. Cincinnati, 9-1 and one at 19, Boise State, 9-1 and one at 20. You're telling me that an Iowa three-loss team is being ranked ahead of these one-loss teams? Again, that's just telling you that it's not going to be a playoff system for these group of five conferences. This is for the Power Five schools, and that's it. And then above that, it's just the brand name, the usual suspects. And then the committee's telling you, That They, again, value the SEC, the highest-ranked zero-loss team, LSU. One-loss, highest-ranked. The highest-ranked two-loss team is Florida. The highest-ranked three-loss team is Auburn. They're telling you who they value the most. And I know there's also a lot of talk about Alabama being number five and everybody's upset. But we're looking at it from – got to be careful with the double standard. We don't want to have a ranking system where you're trying to look into the crystal ball, and that's what everybody's doing right now. But, oh, you can't have Alabama at number five because they lost their quarterback. Well, hold on. They still won. Why should they drop just because they lost their quarterback? Until they lose or somebody has another valuable win – then only can you have an opportunity of them falling, but why should they necessarily fall just because they lose their quarterback? And I think we got to be careful because we all complained about, well, how can Ohio State drop because they lost? And then now we're mad that Alabama didn't drop because they lost their quarterback even though they still won the game. So I think we just got to be very careful with that.
0: I'm with you on everything, and again, a great stat. I was about to run down the same one, right, that the SEC has the highest-ranked zero-loss, one-loss, two-loss, and three-loss team in the college football playoff rankings. It's almost like they get a free game on everybody else in the country when, uh, when you go down to all this stuff, at least the way that they stack them in there. I feel a little bit differently about Alabama, um, Richmond. I've been talking a little bit about it on the show, right? I mean, Tua is a generational talent at quarterback, And he's one of the five, probably three best quarterbacks in the country. So even a really good Mac Jones is going to be a a huge step back from Tua. And Tua's been the whole story with Alabama. It hasn't been this balanced, great defense and great offense. It's only been one thing. So I get it. I thought the committee might go ahead and start factoring that in now. I think you will see it over the course of the next couple of weeks. If Oregon and Utah continue to win and maybe even some other teams, If Mac doesn't have some great game against Western Carolina this weekend, and again, is Auburn a great win anymore? I mean, Auburn's lost three games already, and I know they've lost games to other good teams, supposedly. They're losing all these games within conference, right? But is Auburn a great team? They're not. Are they a good team? I don't know. So is Mac Jones leading a a victory over Auburn some playoff-earning win for Alabama? I, I don't see it. Do you? Yeah,
8: I do not, especially if an Oregon wins the Pac-12 and or Utah wins the Pac-12 and they're sitting there with one loss, they win their division, they win their conference. You can't tell me that they should not gain an entrance into the top four over Alabama who sitting there with the one loss and didn't even play in a conference championship. I think you've got to give the edge over there to – one of those Pac-12 teams if they do, in fact, do that. The question is, though, the committee is also telling you, I think, that they're undecided on how they're determining
0: teams. I think I lost you there, Mark. Yeah, you said uh, committee's undecided on how they're determining teams, and then I lost you at that point. Yes, okay, I'm back.
8: So, I, I think they're telling you they're undecided because Is it quality losses or quality wins? (laughs) Because you look at Georgia and, oh, it's quality of wins is outweighing a loss because we know that that's a bad loss to South Carolina. But for some of these other teams, they're getting the benefit of the doubt of quality of losses. And that's why I love the sign on college game day on Saturday. If anybody saw it, it was the – a poster board that had the playoff committee announces germany as the winner of world war II because of the quality of the loss <laughs> I that summed it up perfect you know in terms of what are they really trying to evaluate what's more important the quality loss or quality wins? and that's what's most frustrating for fans out here it's just we don't know what they're valuing more And I think at the end of the day, you have to value wins over losses. That's just – I mean, inherently, that's what we're striving to do in a team sport or individual sport is to get Ws. So I I think that should carry more weight than the quality losses uh, because it's all relative in terms of how you're defining quality uh, in either wins or losses. At the end of the day, it's all about wins. And then you can look at – determining from there but you've got to start
0: with when you can fire quality losses into the sun man i hate the term i hate the idea that we're even considering it that you really like hey man you look great when you lost if you're not if you ain't first you're last right that's what we always talk about so uh good stuff so uh rich take on sports wednesday nights here on the roar you can check it out richmond uh thanks for calling this week i know uh, i might not have you here in studio with me the next couple weeks but we'll look forward to checking in with you when we can okay thank you so much mark Great stuff, as always, from uh, Mr. Richmond Weaver. Hey, uh, very excited about a new sponsor here on the Mark Childress Show. I'm going to tell you about it right now. You can still jump on the phone lines. We've had consistent calls throughout the program tonight. It's been fantastic. 864-654-7627. That's 654-ROAR. I've got a couple of open lines if you want to jump in. But I could not be more honored than to have uh, George Coleman Ford jumping on as a sponsor of the Mark Childress Show. They've been in business nearly 90 years they started george coleman ford in 1930 fourth generation is now part of the business integrity is the word that sticks out to me as i've gotten to know uh greg coleman and uh, learning about their business over there these guys never have any added or hidden fees when you buy from them they're regularly a top-rated customer service uh and you look at the customer service index on google and yelp and things like that cars cost less and travelers rest is what you always hear. And a couple of things that jump out to me, it's not at all unusual for customers to come from several, several hours away to buy a car from them. And more importantly, people will come from several hours away to get their cars serviced at George Coleman Ford because they know that they're going to get treated well. And almost all the staff at George Coleman Ford, sales, service, parts, they've been with the Coleman family for years, family business, integrity, absolutely great business to be a part of so if you're looking for a car right now go check out our friends at george coleman ford cars cost less than travelers rest and again uh, very honored to have them as a sponsor of the mark childress show so hey if you're uh, just jumping in your car uh, just following us on facebook the new college football playoff rankings were announced live on our show uh, earlier tonight and it's basically chalk at the top lsu ohio state Clemson and Georgia are the top four. So if the playoffs started today, you would have LSU and Georgia matching up. We know it's not going to end up this way because they're matching up already in the SEC championship game, more than likely. And Ohio State would be taking on Clemson. you talk about two good ball games. Those would be uh, great ones to watch. Number five is Alabama. Number six is Oregon. Utah at seven. Penn State at eight. Oklahoma at nine. And Minnesota at ten. So interesting that Oklahoma moves up a little bit. Minnesota, even though they lost to Iowa, did not drop very far. So those are really all of your zero or one loss teams that have a legitimate chance. Any of those top ten teams, when you look at them, if they win out, they have an excellent chance of going to the college football playoff. Right? Even Minnesota at ten. Even Penn State at eight. If Penn State were to beat Ohio State this weekend, Ohio State probably drops out of the top four. Penn State might jump into the top four. Same goes with Minnesota. Can they get by Wisconsin, make it to the uh, championship game in the Big 12? They would have a chance maybe at a number one, number two ranked Ohio State team. If they could pick them off, they might be considered. So it would be interesting. We didn't see a lot of movement this week. The thing that's really been moving the needle on the show and what we've talked about the most, and you heard, uh, you heard Richmond talking about it there, and he's disagreed with me, and we've had people agreeing and disagreeing as we've gone along. But what do you do with Alabama. Now that you know that Tua is out for the season, there's absolutely no way that Mac Jones, he's a fantastic quarterback, I believe he was a five-star. We saw him a little bit earlier this year at uh, Arkansas. There's no way that Mac Jones can be even close to the talent that Tua has been for Alabama. And Alabama this year has been getting by on two things, just two. One, reputation. They're Alabama. They're always expected to be in the top four. And they kind of get a free pass from that perspective. Number two is Tua himself. Alabama's been putting up a ton of points. Defense has not been great, but they've been scoring a ton of points every game, just like they did last year with Tua. They did. So Alabama sitting there at number five is going to be the interesting one. If we don't get any chaos and we have things kind of play out, you'd like to think or you would think that those Pac-12 uh, teams right behind him with Oregon and Utah, that one, You know, the winner of the Pac-12, assuming they don't lose a game between now and the end of the Pac-12, may pass Alabama and then pass Georgia if LSU beats them in the SEC championship game. So there's still a lot of things in play, and uh, the committee gets exactly what they want. I just find it interesting. I really thought that we would see, and I started talking about this at the very beginning of the show, I thought we would see some shenanigans. I really felt like the first poll came out. And Clemson was put at number five, and it almost felt like they were put there for a talking point. There wasn't one person in the country that agreed that Penn State should be four and Clemson should be five. It felt like shenanigans. It felt like a talking point, right? Then last week, everybody thought Alabama would be ranked above Georgia, even after they lost to LSU. They thought Alabama would just drop to number four, and Georgia, who has probably in the top ten, not even close, right? They have the worst loss. They lost to the South Carolina Gamecocks at home. A 4-7 and South Carolina team beats the alleged number four team in the country at their house earlier this season. If you remember back to last week, everyone thought Alabama would be four and Georgia would be five or six. They left Georgia at four. They're still there. I feel like a little bit of shenanigans there. I thought we would see something this week. I thought we would see one and two flip. I saw maybe Clemson gets dinged a little bit. Hey, Alabama drops a couple of spots, which I would have done if I were on the committee, but they didn't. We didn't see anything. So there's a lot of new faces on the committee this year, remember. And they're always hard to predict, but we saw kind of some wackiness, I felt like, in week one and week two of the playoff rankings. And we saw straight chalk, essentially, this week. What will we see in the weeks coming up? That'll be interesting to see. All right, one segment remaining here on the Mark Childress Show. College football playoff talk continues. I pulled a couple of interesting statistics from Twitter that we'll talk about as well. And we'll have your calls, 654-7627. Jump in with me if you want to talk college football playoffs. This is the Mark Childress Show. That you're me feel. My heart's in and
7: you're behind
9: the steering
6: It's 2019, and Scores Jewelers is finally in its new home on Civic Center Boulevard in Anderson. Scores Jewelers has grown into the premier jewelry store in the area thanks to you. And guys, if it's time to show her that she's the one you want to make memories with, we're here to make finding the right ring easy. Right now we have special 36 months no interest financing available, and at Scores you can compare diamonds side by side to see the difference for yourself. And with one of the largest selections of mountings in the area, finding the right style has never been easier. And best of all, if we don't have it, we can make it specially for you. We have custom design in-house to create whatever she wants. Of all the things we offer, the most important is guidance and expertise. We're here to help make finding the right ring easy and enjoyable. The one thing we don't offer at Scores is high pressure. We want buying a ring to be a pleasant experience. Yes, we'd like to make a sale, but we'd rather make a friend. Friends come back. I'm William Nichols, and I'd like to personally invite you to our new location and experience for yourself the difference of Scores Jewelers.
0: With S.H. Carter, commercial waste disposal is simple. Choose from their 13-, 20-, and 30-yard dumpster rentals for all your project needs. Whether you're a contractor, site developer, or weekend project warrior, S.H. Carter makes renting a dumpster easy and accessible with scheduled delivery and rental periods up to seven days. S.H. Carter, dumpster rentals, demolition services, recycling, and more. Visit shcarterinc.com or call for more information. 864-295-3943. Open enrollment,
5: underwriting, deductibles. Choosing an insurance plan can be overwhelming. Mark Beesbauer and Josh Crumley at Health Markets Insurance Agency are here to help you choose a plan that fits your needs and budget without the headache. The best part? Their services are completely free. With over 200 carriers nationwide, Health Markets helps you get the dental, vision, life insurance, and health care plan you and your small business need, no matter where you live. Call
3: today, 864-214-2375. You're at the top of your fashion game when you shop the Perry Ellis Fashion Outlet in Seneca. You'll stand out from the crowd in performance fabrics, looks for any occasion with everyday prices up to 70% off retail. Men's and women's brands all under one roof like Perry Ellis, Original Penguin, Callaway, Raffaella, Laudry by Shelley Seagal, and Grand Slam. Stop by and see for yourself at Perry Ellis Fashion Outlet store in Seneca. 101 Mountain View Drive in Seneca in the former Jansen plant. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 9.30 a.m. until 6 p.m. The time has come for you to get
8: your new South Carolina driver's license or ID. Visit scdmvonline.com to learn more about Real ID and what you need to buy your new license today. You may even be eligible to buy your new Real ID online and avoid an SCDMV branch altogether. Gather all required documents now and buy your Real ID with Gold Star at any SCDMV office in the state. Make sure your ID will get you on an airplane or into a federal building before it's too late. Visit SCDMV.
7: Visit and make the switch today. Granger Nissan of Anderson is not only the home with a lifetime warranty, but the winner of the 2017 and 2018 Nissan Award of Excellence. Granger Nissan is here to serve the upstate with excellent service and competitive pricing. With the largest selection of Nissans in the upstate, Granger Nissan is sure to have what you need in stock and ready to drive off the lot today. Granger Nissan of Anderson at 3510 Clemson Boulevard, only 25 miles from Greenville, and always online at GrangerNissanOfAnderson.com. You work hard
0: for your money, and realtor Rivers Whitmire is here to work hard for you. He knows that buying or selling a home or property is a big decision that needs guidance, experience, and knowledge from an expert in the real estate field. Rivers is a local who has deep roots in the upstate and a proud Clemson fan. Whether you're ready to buy, sell, or just have real estate questions, call Rivers today at 864-752-5545 and check out his Facebook page
7: at Rivers Whitmire Realtor today. And now, back to the Mark Childress Show on WCCP 105.5 The Roar.
0: Again, final segment of the Mark Childress Show. Been having a great time this evening. Phone lines have been lit up the entire show. Still time to jump in if you'd like, 654-7627. You can hit us up on the text line as well. Health Dare text line 986-1566. Mark Childress Show would not be possible. This is episode 32 of the Mark Childress Show here in 2019. Would not be possible without my friends at S H Carter. Recycling services, demolition services, they've been in uh, business over 50 years, family-owned business. You need a roll off container rental or dumpster rental for a construction project that you might be working on. Make sure that you reach out to S.H. Carter before you make any decisions. You can call them at 864-295-3943 or go to shcarterinc.com. Thank you very much to my friends at S.H. Carter. Alex Wisnett back in uh, Mission Control in Clemson. I know we've had some good stuff on the text line uh, this evening. Anything jump out at you?
9: Yeah, Mark. Got one particular text uh, from the 864 uh, says, Nope, if uh, Penn State beats Ohio State, uh, they play Saturday. That'd be uh, Ohio State at number two and Penn State at number eight in the most current playoff rankings. So if Penn State beats Ohio State, then this person says that Bama would move into the number four slot. Uh, and he says, Guaranteed. Hate it, but guaranteed.
0: We've had a couple people do that, and at the end of the day, they're probably right, right? I'm trying to logically... approach all of this? And maybe I've got a little bias, right? Maybe I'm biased against Alabama because they've gotten the benefit of the doubt every time from the college football playoff committee that they could have in the past. Will they get it again this time? I really don't think it'll happen, but it's interesting to see that other people think that it will. Uh, There's also a lot of people uh, lighting up the Facebook comments right now talking about an Auburn versus Alabama game. Who who do you think Alex would win that game if those two teams play in uh, two weeks today in the Iron Bowl? So Clemson will have taken care of business against South Carolina Carolina, secured that 12 and0 undefeated season and we'll all settle in to watch the Iron Bowl at 330 who's gonna win that ball game man that's
9: that's gonna be a tough game to watch especially without Tua because Auburn's offense is just it's just not great it's just it's kind of painful to watch I mean, if you watched any of that Auburn Georgia game uh, over the weekend you'll you would you would have seen that <laughs> Auburn's offense is, yes. it's, it's 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 kind of like pulling teeth it's 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 painful um, but Auburn's defense, I would argue Auburn's defense right now is the best in the SEC. Uh, you can certainly make that argument. And I think against, again, not Tua. You know, anybody you put out there who's not Tua is going to be not as good. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, think, I think Auburn can kind of can kind of hold Bama's offense down enough that Bo Nix, because he's at home and he, he does significantly better at home uh, than he does on the road, I think Bo Nix can do just enough to kind of get it done.
0: Interesting. All right, so uh, who is your top six? That's the one thing that we haven't done tonight. And, again, if you want to jump in on the phone line, 654-7627, give us your top six, any of your thoughts on the uh, college football playoff rankings. Alex, who is your top six? And then I'll tell you where you're wrong. It's, it's I'm diffi- just kidding. <laughs>
9: <laughs> it's, it's difficult to balance the criteria that this committee kind of puts forward because this committee in particular, this Rob Mullins-led committee, really emphasizes the quote-unquote eye test, whatever you want that to mean. And yeah. so that's the reason that Ohio State has been so has been as high as they are because they haven't played a great schedule, but they've been super dominant against that schedule. Um, and so I think right now I'd still have to put LSU one. I mean I know they gave up a ton of points and a ton of yards to Ole Miss, and again it's Ole Miss that, that I think that is cause for concern. But LSU's resume is so is I think is just I, I think is outstanding. So I think you have to keep them at one. I think a lot of people have said this and I agree with it. Honestly, I would put Clemson at too because uh, I think Clemson, as of late, has, just, has been dominant against better conference competition. I mean, people will get will get will misconstrued by the by the score, but Wake Forest is a really good ACC team. They've they've, yes. they've beat up on the rest of the conference, and I mean, Clemson just eviscerated them, particularly on you know Clemson's defense against Wake Forest's offense, which is a good offense. I mean, I know they lost Scotty Washington and Sage Surratt for that game, but that's a that's a good. Solid offense that, that Clemson held to, I believe, under 200 yards. If I'm right on that, it was like
0: 115. I think 100. Yep. It was it was under 150 yards. I know yep. that. So which, yep, which makes 11 straight games that Clemson's
9: defense has held their opponent under 300 yards, which yes. is a record since that stat, since that stat has been kept since 1996. So Clemson at two. I'd put Ohio State at three. I'd actually put Oregon at four. I think Oregon okay. is the best out of these one loss teams um, that you could put out there. They. I was telling you this during the break, but Oregon's offense with Justin Herbert kind of looks how Clemson's offense looked in the first four or five weeks. Like you can see the talent, but the production on the field is just not quite there. Be like, man, that offense is so good. If they could just, they just kind of, kind of get it together, they'd be, they'd be great. Which we'll, we'll really find out uh, if and when they play Utah in the Pac-12 championship game. So I'd have Oregon at four. Um, honestly, and then you, you really get into you know which which is – is better or, you know, less bad than whatever loss which I really hate doing. Um, but I think I'd almost have to I'd have to put Georgia at five, because um, I really I think their their wins. I mean they're they're kind of getting worse worse because Notre Dame's just not that great and then who really knows who knows what Florida is? I mean Florida's kind of kind yeah. of kind of erratic. But those are two pretty solid wins and I think they're better than the win any of the wins that um Utah or Alabama or any of those other teams have. Um, so I'd put I'd I'd probably put, uh, probably put Georgia at, at five. Um, I take Utah at six, frankly, because I think Utah could beat Alabama on a neutral field. That's my main yep. reason. Um, and I'd probably put Alabama, Alabama in at seven.
0: I think we're real close. What if we could get uh, Georgia and Utah matched up in a game? Well, that be 10 to seven? That game would be over in like two and a half hours. That game would be gross. Yeah, but that uh, Utah defense, I, Georgia wouldn't score 20 points. I'll tell you that right now. I mean, they barely scored 20 points against bad defenses, so it would be interesting. Okay, so that was your uh, top six. So Fax and Childress is here producing from the Bronx Studios in Greenville. He has Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, Utah, Oregon, Georgia is his rundown. He's been high on Utah all year. I'll definitely give that to him. Uh, for me, Ohio State won Clemson two, And those are the two most complete teams in the country. They're ranked high. I think they're both uh, top. Five. Clemson's top five in both categories. I think Ohio State is six and one and top five in the other in total offense and total defense. I think those are the two most complete teams in the country. So I would have them one and two. And we'll leave Ohio State at one right now. Their schedule has been tougher than Clemson's. Clemson's schedule has not been tough uh, so far this year. I would have LSU at three. They've been fantastic this year. They've got some nice wins. Not quite as big, I think, as people like to make them out to be. Uh, I would have Oregon at number four, followed by Utah at five. Georgia lost to South Carolina At home and we're Just it's not coming up in national Media discussion there's no talk at all They do not have an impactful offense I would have them at six Followed by Bama at seven in my Rundown so I think we're all three Pretty close but we don't match up uh, You know one for one exactly there um, As part of it So good stuff Alex yeah Oh yeah Yeah it's good. So, um, if anything's on your mind, six five four seven six two seven. You heard. Uh, you heard. Richmond Weaver uh, mention this statistic earlier, and I saw it uh, as well. College football committee's highest ranked teams, right? So, who's the highest ranked team with no losses? It's LSU, an SEC team. Who's the highest ranked one loss team? It's Georgia, an SEC team. Who's the highest ranked two loss team in the country? It's Florida, an SEC team. Who's the highest ranked? Man, Auburn's irritating me. They're not a great football team. People keep telling me how these wins over Auburn are so powerful. They're not a great team. Who's the highest ranked three-loss team by the CFP committee? It's Auburn, an SEC team. It's really like the SEC gets a free game over everybody else in the country. What's the reason? What makes Georgia better than all the other one-loss teams out there? Why is Georgia better than Oklahoma, Utah, Oregon, Alabama? What makes them better? They have the worst loss. They have the most unforgivable loss really in college football this year against South Carolina. At home. At home. And again, there wasn't some weird reason why they lost to South Carolina at home. It wasn't... Hey, our quarterback got hurt, right? It was pouring down rain. There was a 70-mile-an-hour wind gust for half of the game. It was a straight-up football game. Georgia got beat by South Carolina. How does that make them the best one-loss team in the country when their one loss is the worst loss? You could argue of anyone in the entire country this season is Georgia losing to South Carolina. It's insane to me. Why are they four? It wouldn't be four for me. And you mentioned, go figure out this committee, right? I mean, all of these national media pundits are kind of hanging out there trying to get a gauge, right? What's the criteria? How are we going to figure these guys out? What would you do? How's it going to work? We can't figure it out. And again, I felt like the committee had some shenanigans in each of the first two weeks of the playoff announcements. They go chalk this week. I can't figure these guys, you know, out one way or the other interesting stuff but i can't tell you this i've been super excited uh with the show tonight and all the calls um we're going to be here each of the next tuesday nights. so for those of you folks that are still hanging with us this evening we will be announcing the college football playoff rankings live as we are seeing them on espn we did it early in the show tonight we'll do it again each of the next two weeks there'll be two more weeks where the rankings come out on tuesday nights and then, of course, they'll come out Sunday afternoon after all the championship game weekends. So the Mark Childress Show next two Tuesdays, 7 to 9. And be here. Alex, what was it, man? 7.03 and 30 seconds, and in the, in the rankings were hitting. I mean, I was, like, introing the show, and you're like, Mark, we've got rankings. It right, came out quick. Right off I was the top. surprised. Right off yep. the top. And we went right down the line there. And, uh, and got all the way down to, uh, to number one. So some good stuff there. Hey, uh, one of the other sponsors of the Mark Childress Show, Rivers Whitmire, realtor with J.W. Martin Real Estate. His main focus is Lake Hartwell and Lake Kiwi, but he can help you with any of your real estate needs anywhere in the upstate of South Carolina. If you want to buy a home, sell a home, you might have questions about the market. What's the best time to list? What's the best time to buy? I got a text from Rivers earlier this week. Two closings this week for Rivers. He's doing great business. You can reach him at 864-752-5545 or follow him on Facebook at Rivers realtor Again, that's Rivers Whitmire, 864-752-5545. Proud to have him as a sponsor of the Mark Childress Show. Great stuff from them. And a good night overall. Again, LSU, if the playoffs were to start today, it would be LSU versus Georgia and Ohio State versus Clemson. All right, Alex, real quick. LSU beats Georgia. Clemson beats Ohio State, right? In the the scenario that's played out by the committee right now. Sure. Agreed? Sure. Clemson beats LSU. Yes. I don't think LSU can stop anybody. Nope. And Ohio State, I'm still telling you, man, they got Penn State and Michigan left and maybe Minnesota or Wisconsin. They haven't been tested yet. They haven't. What's going to happen when they're in a close game in the fourth quarter? You know what's happened each of the last, uh, what, three seasons, four seasons? When Ohio State's had a close game late in the season, they have lost. They've gotten blown out a few times. I'm still not completely sold on Ohio State. I do not think LSU, Ohio State, and Clemson will all enter the college football playoffs with zero losses. I think the least likely team to lose is Clemson. I think the second least likely team to lose would be LSU, So the most likely team, I think, left of the three undefeateds is Ohio State. You're not going to play 12 blowout games more than likely. You're not. And you're definitely not going to play 15. So when you get in that rock fight, right, when Justin Fields is truly tested for the first time in his college career, how's he going to respond? it will be interesting to watch awesome stuff all around. So, uh, Alex Wisnit back in uh, Mission Control in Clemson, thanks so much for all your help tonight. You did a double, triple duty in uh, all the things that I asked you to do. I really appreciate it. Faxon Childress here at the Pronk Studios in Greenville. Thank you, Faxon, for everything that you've done for us. I'll be back Tuesday night at 7 o'clock next week. We'll do all this over again. This has been The Mark Childress Show. See ya.
7: To me. Up the to me. Me.
2: Me out.
7: Safe at home plate in the Priority One Security Studios, W-A-H-T-A-M, 1560 Cowpens. WCCP FM, 105.5 Clemson, Greenville, Anderson, Spartanburg. We are the...